here. It's us, your feet. We want to tell you something you already know. It's time to buy yourself some new shoes. Have you heard of the Knickknackery Co? It's the hottest new place to buy women's shoes online, and they have some unique soles for your soul. The Knickknackery Co's signature soles are handcrafted in small custom batches by professional artisans. A careful eye to detail delivers styles that are both timeless and on trend, and they're constructed to last. The best part? They're as comfortable for us as they are stylish for you. For sophisticated women who love quality and uniqueness, you can't beat the Knickknackery Co. Visit us online at www.shopknickknacks.com. Follow us on all social media. There are no shoes we'd rather kick it with because they are very sophisticated for the soul. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Afrotheopia, the experience. I am your host, Elizabeth, and today, today we have a fiery, fiery guest for you. I am going to allow him to introduce his, himself. Excuse me as I like my guests to do that themselves versus me doing that. So hello and welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself as well as your name. Thank you. Okay, well, my name is Nakmizi. I'm known as Nakmizi on YouTube, so I don't really give out my government name that much. That's very Brooklyn of me. Um, and what am, who am I? I am an asshole because I just fucked this whole thing up, so let's start it again. Wow, that was truly a mouthful. Now, let me say this. Let me say this, okay? Um, th th there's two things that you brought light to, and I'm sure that you've heard this phrase, and I want to get your take on this. Do you feel, because that's going to lead, lead us into our next uh, question, do you feel that in terms of the continent then, that religion in totality is divisive? And why? Oh, absolutely. It's divisive. Um, I would say that Ghana does a very good job of having the religions kind of mesh. Okay? Um, okay. I think that has something to do with their, their culture, their personalities. Also, the culture versus religion thing, like kind of one foot in, one foot out. So I didn't see really the hard, hard, hardcore Muslims in Ghana. I saw... Christians that went there, but I told you why I think a lot of them go into these nice buildings on a Sunday, right? But um, it is divisive. If you take it to other parts of Africa, all right, and you can look at a lot of these ethnic conflicts, a lot of them are religious-based, okay? And then you have, okay, let's say northern Nigeria, for the most part, the Fulani and the Hausa have been cool. But now there's this, like, religious set tripping between them. They're both Muslim. But culturally, they're different. Phenotypically, they're different. And that religion wasn't strong enough to keep them even, uh, so, not celebrating, but believing in the same religion wasn't strong enough to keep them from set tripping on each other. So now you take that and you take a, a, a Fulani and then a Christian, then you're going to really have some tension. In Mali, I believe, Mali, last year during elections or a couple months ago and during elections, there was tension between the Milan, the, the Fulani and the, uh, I want to say the Dogon. I'm not sure. But it, it was just like, wow, 
you know, these religions, they teach one thing. And if the followers actually believed in it, for the most part, they'd be getting along with each other. But when you look at Islam, if you are not a believer, a believer, then you pretty much ain't worth nothing. You know what I'm saying? So they're very divisive, but I can deal with division because I, I, I don't really want to work with other people that are not, that don't look like me. But you have to make that division work for you in a positive way. And I think the religions, um, they need to just do away with it and start focusing on what they have in common culturally and geographically and then, you know, also as, as Black people. Agree. And you mentioned something in the previous segment when you talked about um, the African traditional religion, which is considered ATR, African tribal religion, it's the same. I think a lot of it too, Knock, stems from, think about when you were a kid and maybe your grandparents. A lot of the things and knowledge that you received it came from people telling you how to do certain things. And I think that just on the continent with the youth, because remember, Alkebulum has the youngest population on planet Earth. A lot of the traditions are being lost with the youth, maybe because the elders are not um, telling those same stories that they, that they receive as well. And so, you know, a lot of that can be lost. But just in the interest, when you talk about religion being divisive, it, it, I, I totally agree with that contention because it's basically pitting people against one another, even though we both say, okay, we're not easy, Elizabeth, we both say we believe in a higher power. But because you practice on how to reach that higher power different than I do, I consider myself superior than you. That's mm -hmm. crazy. If we believe that there is a supreme deity, why does it matter how any one of us practices to get there? Okay? So you may be left-handed, I may be right-handed, but at the end of the, of the day, we both are writing the same report. So right. why should it matter if you're left-handed or if I'm right-handed? And it goes back to, in the first segment, when you talked about um, people having this faith. Again, if you are solid in the faith that you believe, why does it matter if I'm Christian, if you're Buddhist, and if your brother is a Hindu? That shouldn't matter if the ultimate goal is to be one with that supreme deity. I think a lot of, of the division and divisiveness comes from people say, well, you should practice this way. You should do these tenets. Well, hold up, hold up. If the common goal is we are to reach the Supreme One, why do you even give a damn? You know, I, again, I am not a proponent of any, any religion, but I think that there are certain things that people don't realize that they do. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this, and you probably are gonna explode with this one. Not <laughs> think about all the friends that you had, even when you were in college, and some of them were probably, you know, let's say, um, in terms of academia, they were they had brilliant minds, brilliant minds. These people are just so smart. And then when you get to talking to them about religion and religion tenets and history as it plays into religion. 
they become some of the dumbest people you've ever met. <laughs> and you're saying to yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, how could you be so book smart, but yet you are so dumb, <laughs> and I'm using that word, you're so dumb when it comes to matters in regards to religion. It's like you only want to apply your greatness or your intelligence into one realm and leave it by the wayside as it pertains to religion. Well, I, I you know, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to touch that. Why? It, it, it would seem to any logical person that the, the same rationale they use in terms of academia, they should be able to use that in terms of religion. But they don't. What say you? Um, I've already dealt with that. And that's why <laughs> I have the when you told me about it, I, I said, wow, I know exactly what she's talking about. This is where the fact facts versus faith conversations never go anywhere. So I don't have them anymore. You can be factually correct about everything, you know, in life and, and your, ac your academics and, and your, um, your, your money situation and things of that nature, your family. But they lose it all when it comes to faith, because faith is not based in fact. It's, it's a belief. And a lot of people want to believe in something just to give them hope. And this might be a little controversial. I don't like any of these religions. I don't use them for myself, but I don't try to tell other people not to believe in what they believe. If believing in Jesus Christ is going to stop you from sticking up your own people, then read on. Keep believing. Oh, I like, I like that. I like that. Not you know. Yeah. If 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 believing in Allah is gonna you know make sure that you take care of your family and you do for your community and you're building schools, then keep the faith. But don't push it on me because I will cut you with your own Bible. I will cut you with the Hadith. I will cut you with that Quran because I've studied them. But I'm a nice guy. And I don't want to do that. And this is what happens is a lot of times when these people believe in their faiths, their belief isn't enough. They got to make sure that you become a believer as well. And that's when they cross the line. So I, I remember warning a guy. He, um, he, they call him, matter of fact, they call this guy Hallelujah. His name is Hallelujah because he always preaches the Bible. And um, I was at a work site and people said, oh, you're American, yeah? And he came over to me, hey, how you doing? You know who I like? I like T.D. Jakes and ha ha. He starts doing like the black preacher thing, right? And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, he's like, oh, are you a uh, believer? I said, no, um, I don't believe in the Bible. He was like, um, oh, why not this and that? I said, do you really wanna have this conversation? I'm warning you, I don't wanna have the conversation, but if you wanna have it, you can have it. And we had like 50 people in, in the, um, what they call it, a stop cake. It's uh, where all the contractors gather to eat. So they were waiting for him to get shut up, right? So the guy's like, yeah, yeah, let's talk about it, blah, blah, blah. I said, you got your Bible with you? I said, before you bring out your Bible, how did you find um, uh, Christianity? Oh, I was a bad guy and this and that, and, and someone brought it to me, this and that. I'm like, okay, well, number one, I've never been a piece of shit person where I had to, you know, now repent and give all my life to the Bible. So, okay, now what's the next one? How did your parents get the Bible? Oh, and then they got it through slavery. That's not where I said, so you're believing in the Bible that you got through slavery, number one. Now, once you go to Ephesians 6, verse 5 and read it for me, 
So he starts mumbling. I'm like, no, speak loud like a trumpet, like they say in the Bible, and read it. And what it said was, slaves, respect your earthly masters as you would respect Christ. I said, there it is, bro. You over here trying to push a slave religion on someone who's a, who, who's brought up in this country based on a slave system that I totally am against. So why would I believe in a religion that helped facilitate that? He didn't talk to me anymore. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, anytime you, you, you can challenge uh, their own authenticity, that creates uh, strife. <laughs> right. So in, into our final question and thought-provoking moment here, do you feel that religion could save us? And I only ask this question not because on the continent, you have yet to visit Nigeria, and, but what, one day you're going to visit there. And you're going to have a mind-blowing experience. Now, I love Nigerians. Yes, I do. Everybody knows I am biased. But one thing that strikes a chord with me is how much they are so in love with Christianity. It, it, it is like mind-blowing, not. So I only ask that because it seems that a consensus on the continent is that they feel that way. They feel that it, whether you're Christian or you're Muslim, because those are the, the predominant religions on the continent, that those are going to save them. And as we said in the first segment, I mean, this has been going on for some time and your situation has not really become better. Okay, you're still being used as a pawn in your own demise. So what say you? Tell us. Well, um, I'm also biased to Nigeria. Um, I say that as a proud black American. I knew based on what my father was um, from that. It's a good chance that I have roots that go back to Nigeria. Okay. When I was in Accra. Someone came up next to me, started cursing, saying how they hated Nigerians because they thought I was a Nigerian. All right. Um, why can I even pass for a Nigerian? Because the Portuguese had their way with Nigeria. OK, so there's a lot of admixed Nigerians walking around on the continent. So now back to the religion. Um, if religion was so great that Nigeria wouldn't be the biggest screw-up on the continent of Africa. Okay, you've got Dangote there. You've got so much talent in Nigeria with Nigerians. You have a drive that, and I'm biased. Nigerians have some of the hardest drive. They're going to scam you. They're going to scam you real good. If they're going to go to school to become a doctor, they're going to be the best doctor, the best surgeon, so there's so much wasted talent in Nigeria. And it doesn't have anything to do with their brains. It has everything to do with the people at the top who also believe in these religions. Uh, Buhari is a Muslim, right? Correct. But they don't pass down what they learned in these religions to help their own people. And these people still praying to white white Jesus and, and Arab Muhammad. Ooh. And the leaders believe in that as well, but they're still in a horrible position. 
I said Nigeria was my first choice. I hope I said it. I meant to say it. And my brother from Edo State told me, bro, for your first time going to Africa, I, as a Nigerian, suggest that you go to Ghana. And I started wow. researching Benin City in Edo State, and I realized why. Because while many of them are Christians and many are Muslims, a lot of them still do um, their, their traditional African uh, religions or, or, or bastardized versions of them. And it all, a lot of it just boils down to economics. Do you know about, like, um, there's, the, you know, there's so many kidnappings, there's, there's money ritual killings and all this stuff. It's all boils down to economics. And the people that believe in, in these religions and if they really paid attention, thou shalt not steal. You can pay attention to the Ten Commandments. Those are very common sense things that you can live by. They know the Ten Commandments. They understand um, hadith and the life of the Prophet Muhammad. So they know how he felt about stealing. But it doesn't stop them from stealing and cannibalizing from their own people. Hey, psst, down here. It's us, your feet. We want to tell you something you already know. It's time to buy yourself some new shoes. Have you heard of the Knickknackery Co? It's the hottest new place to buy women's shoes online, and they have some unique soles for your soul. The Knickknackery Co's signature soles are handcrafted in small custom batches by professional artisans. A careful eye to detail delivers styles that are both timeless and on trend. And they're constructed to last. The best part? They're as comfortable for us as they are stylish for you. For sophisticated women who love quality and uniqueness, you can't beat the Knickknackery Co. Visit us online at www.shopknickknacks.com. Follow us on all social media. There are no shoes we'd rather kick it with because they are very sophisticated for the soul. So Nigeria is a perfect example of why these Abrahamic religions and maybe even to an extent African traditional religious systems aren't doing anything for our people. We have to stop believing and start doing. Wow, that was uh, very loaded, Knock. <laughs> that yeah. was loaded. Um, I'll, so I'll say this as we wrap up. And you are, so, you are spot on when you talk and you speak about the talent that lives in Nigeria. It, <laughs> it, it, it is unbelievable that when you think, just, just think of this, Knock. Think about your 15-year-old self. You could have never envisioned that so many black people could be this highly educated, be so innovative in everything that they do whilst you were over in Brooklyn. You know, it's, it's different when, when someone um, is just speaking it to you, but to actually lay eyes on it, it is mind blowing. And of course, my mind was blown just on Nigeria. So at the same time, they also, to me, just as being an outsider looking in, a purveyor, when we talk about having 
religious doctrine versus cultural doctrine and trying to decide how you are going to maneuver that and taking that, okay, on this end, I have to do this because this is cultural, but I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian or I'm a Muslim. And when you talked about leadership there and the position that they hold in terms of religion, you would think that some of that would trickle down to the people to aid the people um, to make them better. And it seems at times it's not. But I will also say when you think about that too in terms of the West not, the West deals with that as well. In that look at our money. We put we print on our money in God we trust. We don't trust in God. Because if we truly did, some of the some of the stuff that goes on in the United States of America would not be happening. We we don't. That is a, again a mere tactic to control people. And a lot of the symbols on our money, as you know, date back to Masonic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Masonic things. And so again, so people are teetering on these lines versus what they should do as a culture and do within a religion. And I just find that until we relinquish some of these, and, and you also mentioned ATR, that maybe ATR stifled the people as well. And that is possible. However, I would rather us go back to our roots, decide what we can take, you know how, how you say, uh, eat the meat and spit out the bones. <laughs> right. Versus taking the others and just saying, okay, well, no, this is how we should live our lives and promulgate throughout life until we leave planet Earth. You know, I, I think that people are going to be con- con- convicted in that. There is someone, and I don't know if you've ever gone to her channel, not. She is called the African Unite Force. She will actually be on the show um, coming next week. And we're going to continue this discussion as well. But here recently, she has been doing a lot of commentary on uh, Pan-Africanists and them holding on to these religions. And she has been getting quite the pushback with people threatening her and saying, you need to stop talking about this, that, and the third. And she says, well, you know, basically, have your God on the people that you serve. Come on down here. Make me stop. (laughs) You know, listen. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you if you believe in this so much, then I mean, do what you do. But I think and, and, and she herself is from Nigeria. OK. And she tells some some very interesting uh, toward stories about things that she herself has witnessed with the church. And mind blowing, mind blowing stuff. But Nak, I want to say thank you for joining me today here on the Afrothiopia experience, bringing your insight. Of course, we have to have you again. You always bring a great banter, a great exchange when we dialogue on different subjects. So I always enjoy having you just as a guest because your mind is so vast and you, you think differently, and that is good. People have to feel that they can be comfortable in their own set thought and not be with the status quo, okay? You're very clear-minded, and, and that's good. That's good. You're very clear-minded. <laughs> so some last words for you. All right. So thank you for inviting me onto the podcast, number one. I thank the listeners who are listening. 
I will say I am an acquired taste. Uh, some people don't like the way I uh, say it exactly how I think it. I'm not political at all. But um, if you like it, then please tune into the next one. And um, I promise to, to, to keep it just as real as I kept it on this one. So again, my sister, thank you. And um, I look forward to collabing with you in the future. And yo, if you want some more of my stuff, then check out my YouTube channel at Nakmezi. And uh, I'll, I'll load, upload as I get the chance. I'm not a professional YouTuber. I just do it uh, for the hobby. All right. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Thank you. And we will have his link to his channel in the description. You can click there and go and check out what he does. He also is a fighter. So check out some of his good works with there. And as well as him um, assisting his son with fighting his King of the hide with my side, a beauty that you cannot deny. Oh, I love the Serengeti as I watch the sunrise. No matter where you're coming from, there's so much to invest on. Africa, Mama Africa. So much look at, so much you can invest. Can't even look back. Africa is the best. So much look at, so much you can invest. Can't even look back. Africa is the best. Africa, Ethiopia, Mama Kibunan. Africa's my home forever. Africa, Ethiopia, Mama Kibunan. Africa's my home forever. No matter where you're coming from, there's so much to invest on. Africa, Ethiopia. Mama Africa There's so much to look at So much you can invest Can't even look back Africa is the best Africa, Ethiopia Mama Kibunan Africa's my home forever Africa, Ethiopia Mama Kibunan Africa's my Forever